Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Welcome to Hey, Julia podcast <laughs> about Survivor for a few more weeks. Danielle, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. I, I was told not to get you started on Diet Coke. Because I, I drank. started. Yeah, because I unleashed the Kraken of Diet Coke upon oh. myself. Now, once a week, my husband and I do a little treat. We order in takeout, right? We we get we get food either. We pick it up. We get it delivered. We don't have to cook. We don't do dishes. That's what I live for these days, you know? And lately, I've been adding a little Diet Coke to the order. Oh, just a little can. <laughs> and let me, I can't even finish the can, but like... I think it's ruining my life, honestly, just that one Diet Coke. Because wow. I had it last night. I didn't drink, I, but I had that Diet Coke last night. And this morning, I, all day, I felt like shit. <laughs> wow. Wow. I think it's the Diet Coke. Um, I don't think so. Because <laughs> well, I'm a... Because <laughs> it's taking over okay. my mind. It's like some sort of virus or fungus that's like, oh, it's taken over the host body and the host body just now sort of acts on its general behalf. There's and that's how I feel about my yeah. my uh, my non-sugared sugar beverage. There's something seriously wrong with Diet Coke. And someone's going to wow. do an expose on it, not me, but someone is going to uncover the truth. And I can't wait until they do. Not to, not to bring it back to a, a 25-year-old uh, drama mo- uh, drama <laughs> film from the late 90s but get the insider on it get Al Pacino <laughs> you fucked you you fucked me no you fucked you <laughs> anyways I've been saying that a lot this week <laughs> <It's> so funny <laughs> um, I also looked up just flashbacks to last week I also looked up the quote from the hills where mm, someone just so crazy one of the girls is like this is happening yeah one of the girls is like, yeah, they just invented this thing in like Germany and they're smashing <laughs> protons at each other and they're trying to make black holes in the CERN thing. And the other girl goes, so crazy that all this is happening while Lauren is gone. <laughs> Which obviously was cut together. Like she didn't say that in response to the like black holes thing, but the edit made it feel like that. And it was uh, just an excellent piece of television from 2009. It was, you know, reality TV peaked. Um, should we get into Survivor first? Yeah, let's do Survivor. We'll okay. do Survivor, and then we have some various pop culture thoughts some for light, the end that yeah. people can tune in for or not. Light other no things pressure. to discuss. Um, okay, so I thought this was a good episode, but this episode I really felt like I saw the producer strings too much. Oh, wow. Well... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I mean, okay. I know. Like every time, like I mention something like this on like this account or my own account, people are like, "Actually, it's against the law to to rig a game show." I know. Yeah, we know. How come both? How come both times they've done this challenge that only, like someone can only win thirty three percent of the time? The person, the person won it. <laughs> And the person run it by doing the wrong math, by not doing the correct Monty Hall math. Like, Jeff puts the three boxes down there. Are you sure he's not, like, wiggling his middle finger because it's the middle box or wiggling his left finger because it's wiggling. the left box? Something's a wiggly worm. Something's up. I'm not saying. And, hey, this was, like, Lindsay... Not because hashtag Brett was right and I predicted this five weeks ago. <laughs> Lindsay is someone who's like actually playing the game. I guess everyone's playing the game, but I, I think she's a good competitor. I, th- I think 
I mean, obviously losing Drea sucks because she was really playing hard, but I don't know. Like, I think this is kind of crappy fucking twist or whatever. I don't want to see someone go home because of it. Yeah. Um, oh, a hundred percent. Um, no, she's obviously an incredible competitor because she can go toe to toe with Jonathan, who is genuinely like, I know I say this every time, but he, he, have you ever seen Jack Reacher? (laughs) I've neither seen the Tom film, the Tom Cruise films where he's small or the Amazon (laughs) show where he's big. He's a big boy. Like, that's all there is to Jack Reacher. Not in the films. No, not in the films. But the the real Jack Reacher, any mom will be able to tell you because every mom has read these books and they all will tell you he's supposed to be big. Are they like sexy romance books? They're not romance. I don't think they're romance, but like they appeal so narrowly to mothers of a Mm. certain age. And there's nothing wrong with that. They need their content, too. There's nothing wrong with that. But I watched some of the Jack Reacher TV show. And really, the whole show is just like, this guy's big. (laughs) That's the whole plot. It's like, this guy's going to face a problem, but he's going to squash it because he's like so big. (laughs) Like, these guys think that they're tough, but Jack Reacher's big, yo. He's going to beat them up. And he does. I know that's the plot of all these books. And then I know that there was like, that was like the casting controversy is that they got like tiny little America's smallest boy, Tom Cruise, (laughs) to play him. Well, the actor in this, in the new Jack Reacher is very large. And that's what it reminds me of Jonathan. Jonathan's just a big boy. And when you're that big, you need to eat 18 eggs for breakfast. He he was pushing it. He was getting a little, you know, he's held on to his sanity so far, but he is obviously very hungry and hangry this episode. Do you know... I hope this is not, um, I hope this doesn't come across as an insult, but someone reminded me of you this week. <laughs> was it Marianne? It was Romeo. <laughs> Everyone's like, Romeo just hangs out by the, by the rice pot all day. He's just always like going in for a little scoop. <laughs> I think and then it cuts to Romeo and he's like, hell yeah, I'm going to eat that rice. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Look at Romeo. He needs to eat. He, I needs, I mean, he needed the rice before, you know, when he was living in L.A. Like he has less. Yeah, exactly. He has less body fat than all these people. He needs to eat. I have nothing. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I'm Team Romeo. So good. I'm glad that that made. No, I'm not insulted. Uh, Romeo is like going to get to the final three at this point. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't <laughs> know if he's going to win, but he has like the complete like rat clinging on to the side of the ship game yeah omar does too but his is too obvious now it's just so so clear omar is playing romeo has not voted with the tribe (laughs) for like months yeah every single time it's like six to two seven to two and when they do the little thing at the end where they show the people voting it's always the person who's getting voted out and romeo as the lone dissenting votes yeah Romeo, man. Romeo's just there for the rice. Yeah, man. He <laughs> can't get said, it. He can't get it in Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> the supply chain's go messed Fiji. up. He went to yeah. the source. <laughs> yeah. He wanted that rice. Um, who else did I find amusing this week? So, yeah, um, Jonathan's starting to get really angry, and he's still covering it up pretty well. Is but, he? Uh, no, I guess he. It's I, starting to come through a lot more. If he didn't uh, get, if he didn't get 
um, if you didn't win immunity, I think, at, it, it, let's say it was like a plain regular week, because also if he didn't win immunity, he would have been safe through the other stupid box scenario. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think people will be coming out. This is the this is not the first time this season where an episode episode opens with Jonathan being like, "I'm so hungry. I eat five thousand <laughs> calories a day, man." And then he's like, "Oh, I guess I'll just do everything I can." And then he like starts being a dad at camp. He starts being like Rocks Roy Extreme. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, I guess I'll untie the rope. I guess I'll do the machete thing." Oh, and then he starts screaming at. <laughs> screaming at everybody and everyone's like nobody asked you to do this bro yeah he 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 was fighting with every core of his being to not be an evil mansplainer and yet he still ended up doing it yeah uh, they just wanted to catch some fish sorry they just wanted to eat like I'm sorry Jonathan do you ever do the thing in Jonathan's defense you ever you ever at home with your uh, with your parents, and they're on the laptop, and you're like <laughs> teaching them how to like <laughs> log into their bank account, and you're like click the login button, and mm-hmm. they're just moving the mouse. They're like, between, where is it? Uh, hovering <laughs> over it, and they're just moving to the left of it, and then to the right of it, and you're like, no, to the right, and then they move it like two buttons to the right. And you're like, no, just one button to the right, and then they go back left two buttons. You're like, just move it. That's Jonathan. Yeah, that's Jonathan. Yeah, in some ways I do relate to that because in some ways I'm like, ugh, you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Yeah. And you want to teach someone how to like, you know, log into Netflix or whatever, but sometimes you're just like, I'll just do it myself. But here's the thing. This is, again, going back to me seeing the producer strings this week. I They show Jonathan being a brat and they show like people, oh, starting their little backstabbing plan uh, to get him out. And I was like, there's no way. I was like, I don't care if he doesn't win this challenge. There's no way he's going home this week because they're making it seem too obvious that he would. There, Like, there is simply no way. Even when Omar and Drea were like, yes, great. We know what we're going to do. We're going to flush out the um, the idol. We're, like, they had all these grand plans. I knew, I knew he wasn't going anywhere. I was a little bit thrown off too with the, Lin- like, Lindsay got the flashback. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. uh-oh. R.I.P. Lindsay in advance. Like, she's playing tackle football. She's, oh, yeah. She's doing she's all the, the things. She's the only girl on the boys football team, which I was just like, she loves physical activity. I can't relate to this. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, like, I like that's, to just work the, out. that's a her thing. That's but a yeah, her thing. It's not a me thing. She's really, com- really clearly very competitive. It's all about proving it, which good. I respect it. I respect her. I do I not want to get in a fight with her. I bet she was a beast as like a punt returner or something like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that position is. Sure. Whatever. The only positions I know. Here are the positions I know in football. <laughs> quarterback, obviously. Yeah. Kicker. Wow. Yeah. Linebacker. Okay. And then whatever Michael Orr was in the blind side. (laughs) He was a left tackle. He protected the blind side. (laughs) But that is, according to that movie, I do know that that is actually the most important part of football. I mean, it's one of the highest paid positions. I should have been a freaking, what's it called again? (laughs) Offensive tackle. (laughs) I should have been an offensive tackle. I should have been a contender. (laughs) 
<laughs> I saw, okay, this is really going on a tangent. I saw this great thread of um, Orson Welles talking shit about people. And, oh, he uh, hated everybody. <laughs> he really hated Elia Kazan. He really went off on Elia Kazan. Well, Elia got the last laugh with his his granddaughter being the indie queen of, <laughs> of cinema. <laughs> true. Very yeah, true. Yeah, how many Orson Welles kids... Making, <laughs> making making indie movies. Do he have any kids? Uh, now I'm going to go down another. He, pro- he either has zero kids or 25. <laughs> yeah. I love Orson Welles. What can I say? Oh, yeah. What can I say? Just drinking the wine. <laughs> champagne. <laughs> French Eating blueberries, champagne. whatever the hell he was doing in that commercial. <laughs> we'll post it on the Twitter. But if you guys haven't seen Orson Welles doing a champagne commercial when he's clearly so drunk so he was really drinking that champagne it's very good we'll post it um I, now back to, the citi- back to the citizen cane of reality tv <laughs> yeah. survivor were you surprised i was shocked when everyone pulled out their stones and only two people were competing um i Again, I was like, of course, of course, it's these two. I would be surprised if it was one more person. If like Marianne was like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't know. It it just all made too much sense. It really could have just been written this way. It was Shakespearean. Wherefore, mm-hmm. after Romeo, like it was uh, it was just like this battle between these two people. And I mean, I don't I almost don't even know if it's like a good move that they even participated in in it at, at all because now you have the other four people or five people are being like man these two people are like the only people who are going to be competing from here on out everyone is so physically exhausted so like de- you know depleted of of calories or or anything like yeah i, I thought it was i kind of thought it was smart it was just shocking to see only two people compete in why well, it made challenge. sense to me because these are the two people who have to tr- like they need to win immunity because they yeah. are such big targets already yeah so I guess of course so. yeah, it's yeah. going to be them um but it's almost like it reinforces that it makes them even yeah, a bigger target it's a, a self-fulfilling prophecy um guys talk about mike a little bit yeah mike <laughs> is he's withering away he, I mean, his brain. I don't know if his brain was blurring <laughs> away before, before or after. But yeah, it's so it's so rough when when you have the like people from you know, I know people from New York. They're opinionated, and they're gonna mm-hmm. let you know their opinions. And his thing last week was like, "Hi, he's turned against me. Uh, he's dead to me. I, you know, he he flipped, and I'm not going back on that. And 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 he's dead to everyone. Should know that. And it's like, first of all, Mike is completely wrong. He was completely played by Omer and other yeah. people. And I don't know, man. My I I like Mike a lot, but he's I'm beginning to fear that he's kind of just going to be like other people's like meat shield and he's going to be other people's pawns the rest of the way, even though he thinks he's kind of acting independently and he's like, I'm, I'm Mike. I'm a firefighter. I, I'm I, a burger kind of guy. I'm a burger <laughs> kind of guy. I make decisions for me. <laughs> you fucked you. <laughs> um, yeah. Mike is Mike. Here's the thing. I could see Romeo final three. I could see Mike final three too. And I could, see Mike winning potentially as well just on like 
social game, all yeah. that stuff. Like maybe he pulls out a comp or two here. I guess. I don't I don't see him winning. I, I just it don't. completely depends who he gets to the end with. Like if he gets yeah. to the end with like Romeo and I don't know. <laughs> some other freaking dud. Some, yeah, um, some other loser. Marianne, that, maybe. Like, yeah, Marianne. Marianne's like a feel good story, but you're like, what did Marianne do? Like, do I mean, she's got these, she's got these uh, hidden immunity idols. She's got an extra. That's what vote. I was going to say. She's gotten the producers to slip her a couple idols. That's something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I like Marianne, okay? I still like her. I'm just saying. It's a little suspicious. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. What else really was there? So Omar, what about Omar? So he's playing quite well. He's playing very hard. I'm a little very bit hard. afraid for, I'm a little bit afraid for him because I like him a lot, but I, I, I mean, I just, I just see here, you know, people are going to be like, oh, wow. Omar's been feeding everybody everything. Yeah. At, like he's of, playing like, what a, moves to make and, and stuff like that. He's playing a Kevin-esque perhaps game, uh, from Big Brother Canada. Oh, yeah. Where, he is never really calling the shots, but he gets other people to do what he wants to do, uh, which is just as important. And he's not afraid to backstab. He's not afraid to like tell Drea to her face, like, this is the plan. Here's what we're doing. Be a little rat with her and then go behind her back and get her voted off. So I respect him a lot. I just think he's too high profile of a rat. I mean, I think he's like, I think he's high profile enough that he can sort of say in the final three, he can actually be like, oh, I'm actually, I've been masterminding everybody the entire time. I've been puppeteering. And I think people yeah. would buy into it. Um, I mean, I would say, I don't know. I would say him and Lindsay probably have the best chances to win the game right yeah. now. Like, I don't know what's going to happen next week, obviously. But in terms of like a case to win, no one has ever voted against Omer, uh, he right. has zero votes cast against him. I mean, aside from the competitions thing, like I think he has the case to be like, oh, actually, I kind of have. I've been doing the puppet master thing behind the time the, the, the entire time. Nobody knows it until now. Lindsay has the comp wins. Jonathan has the comp wins. Jonathan's not going to be able to say to anyone with a straight face that he was like a strategic player. At all. No. Everyone has identified him to each other, to the camera, as like a dullard who does not understand the basics of, <laughs> of the strategy, of the votes. Like a couple weeks but ago, what he a was big like, boy. What a big but boy. But he's so big. Yeah. <laughs> he eats 18 chickens a day. He really is so strong. Um, and he's a really good diver. I'm looking at the Survivor like Twitter feed. <laughs> And they they just like it's definitely run by a millennial because they almost exclusively post gifs. Oh, gross! <laughs> Come on, I mean it's CBS. CBS it is, is CBS. for the olds. Yeah, exactly. Including thirty five year olds. I have a question about Survivor production. Mm -hmm. What happened? What happens to the little game? Remember last season there was like. There's a game within the game. Where oh, there's yeah, like for the symbols kids. for the for kids. kids. <laughs> you can play your little crosswords at home, kids. There's symbols. What happened? This season they said, fuck them kids. 
Yeah, well, they did. <laughs> but also, they didn't know when they shot this season that, like, no one was going to play the online game or whatever the hell they that AB, was. They're A-B testing it. Okay. You they would said, think they we'll would just see. do it both times. No, they were like, let's see if it's a hit. And if not, we're not even going to waste Jeff's breath. It's expensive to get Jeff to but come on. But they didn't know it was going to not be a hit. That's what I'm saying. They filmed the last season before this. The They filmed 42 they before it, 41 even aired. They did it live or did they add it in post? No, it was always like they're about to they're about to like. They're walking into tribal council oh, and the right. camera's and, like zoomed in yeah, on one yeah, of the yeah. seats and it has like four symbols on it or like a competition's about to start. And like you see the four symbols like on the back of a target or something right. like that. And Jeff's like, Jeff's like, if you want to play at home, go to www.survivor.com <laughs> slash symbol fun. <laughs> like whatever it was. Yeah. Speaking I, of of CBS, I, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. Do you see the CBS Big Brother Instagram account? On no. May 13th, yesterday, was like, hey, um, if you want to apply for Big Brother 24, uh, it's totally open, please. Like, if you're hot and young. What? We're like, definitely looking for people still. Hmm. Do you think someone, well, shouldn't? I bet plenty of people applied for it. I just bet they don't like anybody. They don't have enough hottie boom bodies. Is it too, should I, is this my chance to get in? Yes, this is it. I, I have a job, man. <laughs> I'm never going to work again. Hey, so it's seven hundred. It's seven fifty again. Seven fifty now. Yeah, that's pretty good. Listen, that's kind of worth it. I mean, it's more than I would make in three months this summer. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But at what cost? Big cost. Unless if you become a, fan I'll never favorite. be able to love again. I'll never be able to trust no. again. Everyone's yeah. going to cancel me. Big time. Oh, you're you're getting canceled. Oh my god, like why? Do you think <laughs> Do you think being canceled is real? Uh, yes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not someone who's like I'm not. I'm not saying like cancel culture is bad. I'm just saying like it is real. Like the chick. Who I don't think anyone actually gets canceled. rightfully was canceled for like calling the cops on a guy like bird watching in Central Park or whatever. Like I don't know. You Google like I don't. Where is she working? I guess that's like a normal person. I mean, more for famous people. If famous people can't be canceled because they no, can they turn the cancellation into a like I'm on right wing radio now. Yeah, like, exactly. I think normal people can. Right. I think normal people can because it's like I don't have you don't have a marketplace to go out and be like, yeah, well, I was you know saying horrible shit online or whatever. <laughs> Um, hire me at your law firm. Like, I don't know. <laughs> right. Like, people just Google you and they're like, no. Nah. No, I think it's actually, I think it's much more devastating to like normal people. Normies. And again, pro cancel culture. Yeah, no, I'm fine with Good. here, but get rid but of my, awful people. <laughs> yeah, definitely get rid of awful people. Send them all to an island, send them to not Redemption Island, the other one. Studio City Island. <laughs> yeah, big brother. Like, Center of big brother. But I was just like, I don't know. I don't think anyone's actually been canceled. But you're right. Normal people. Normal people get canceled. Yeah, because if you're like Mel Gibson, you can just like do nothing for 10 years and be like, and then actually, Will this is my like, brand come, now. <laughs> come to daddy's home. Let's do, what's it called? Yeah, it was called daddy's home, right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> Daddy's home. Oh yeah, he was in that movie with like Will Ferrell and stuff. I just can't can't believe they made two movies called Daddy's Home. Yes, Daddy's Home One and Daddy's Home Two. I don't know. Ugh, I hate Mel Gibson. Ugh, can you believe I share a name with this guy? Oh gosh, yeah. Don't even get me. Don't get me started on that. But since you <laughs> opened up the wait, well, we is there anything else to say about R.I.P. Survivor? R.I.P. Drea. She was great. She was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I think the people who are left, other than Romeo, and I guess... No, other than There's Romeo are all left. kind of interesting. There's six people left. Like, it, I like, don't see Romeo. Really strong like, players are going to go home. I really like yeah. Drea a lot. I thought she was going to win this season. But there's there's only six people left. Jonathan, Lindsay, Marianne, Mike, Omer, and Romeo. Right. Romeo is like completely clueless. And I think everyone probably senses that. I think otherwise, like all five, all five other people kind of have a shot to win. And in a way, even Romeo does, because like you can just kind of get up there and be like, I am the survivor. Nobody wanted me this entire time. I yeah. literally survived by stealing your rice. You fools. <laughs> you fools. I don't know if Romeo is necessarily going to, um, you know, be that effective. It, you know, proving his own case, but I'm that—that that is the case. If I was his lawyer, if I was Clarence Darrow Whoa. in this situation, <laughs> prove the case, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> You're we did, a crook, Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. Judge, won't you throw the book at the pirate? <laughs> um, we do have some survivor questions. Okay. Uh, do you think Survival will ever go back to the OG with no idols or twists? If they did, I think that could be considered a twist on its own. A nothing twist. Jurendous. <laughs> 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 no, this is from Re One River Mike. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. think they will... Well, I, I could see them actually doing a good whole marketing thing about, like, the original Survivor is back. But they'd have to bring back, like, the entire... They'd have to bring... What they should do is make, like, old school people play new school and new school people play old school. They have to do a, a switcheroo. Well, they need to do Millennials versus Gen Z soon. Oh. The sequel to Gen you know, X versus Millennials. I had I a lot of faith in Gen Z. Had. Oh, what happened? <laughs> I don't Did know. They cancel I, you? I really do not want to get into this. Oh, okay. I really don't because I think people have gone crazy. Oh, no. But like, I I had a lot of faith in them, but I see all these young people like being on like supporting Johnny Depp, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, you also are accepting misinformation in your life except instead of fox news it's coming perhaps from social media i i don't i don't want to get into it there's like two weird things you know like a lot of young people like the star wars prequels just because they were on a lot mm. you know wow like they love jar jar that's what i'm saying like there's probably this like stockholm syndrome with like the pirates. fucking Willy Wonka movie that wasn't good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like the pirates things and yeah. Mordecai we all love Mordecai all love up Mordecai, in here so like I, you know I think I think even the best of us meaning people who are 23 <laughs> 
are susceptible. They, they're susceptible too. Every, everyone's mind is weak, as, especially as they're true. aging. They're aging I know, too. The frontal lobe. They're turning thirty. Are they? I don't know. Oh my god. I, I'm not ready for know. that, but I am ready for that season of Survivor. Millennials versus Gen Z. I will, one still be, <laughs> I will still be Gen Z team, Gen Z, okay? I re- I'm rooting for them. To answer One River Mike's question, no. Yes. <laughs> the show is objectively more interesting with all the different strategy things thrown on top of it. Like the steal vote and Mike not having the vote and then, or he had, he had the idol and then he said he didn't have like... That's all objectively great to watch and a lot more interesting than people just voting. Like, it's sorry. a lot more complicated as well, which really it's I, also very confusing. <laughs> I literally did write in my notes as as Jeff was introducing the do or die thing. I was like, oh, I did write do or die. Period. I don't remember how this works. <laughs> <laughs> You either do or you die. It's it's binary, you know? (laughs) And both times I recognized the Monty Hall thing and I'm like, switch, you got to do the switch. And I would have lost. Yeah, you, the producers were not trying to save you. No, Um, I suck. (laughs) This is a great question from the saboteur. Well, more um, a great comment, I should say. What twists, if any, would you want to see in BB24? I wouldn't mind coaches, America's player, player, or even another saboteur. (laughs) Saboteur. Advertising for himself. Why don't you apply for BB24, the saboteur? (laughs) Yeah, it rhymes. Um, Uh, um, I don't know. I, I think also Big Brother could stand to have less twists. Because they never actually work on Big Brother. They're like, Frenchie, you must roll this <laughs> dice <laughs> to see if oh my God, a magic Frenchie. power will be unleashed. Or you could not season? do it. Was that BB23? Yes, that was last oh my season. R.I.P. Remember like Frenchie? 8,000 years ago. <laughs> and Frenchie... Frenchie's like, no, I don't want to do it. And they made him do it anyway just to see what would happen. <laughs> it was the first time ever like a live Big Brother US show had gone <laughs> under time and Julie was like got seven minutes to kill anyone have a pack of cards can we do <laughs> some solitaire you know Big Brother should do what we do which is collect questions and comments from the viewers and then read them live on air <laughs> they should talk about movies from 20 years ago <laughs> And Orson Welles. Julie should be like, the Rocketeer. Everyone remember the Rocketeer? <laughs> um, Miles wants to know, are you keeping up with the flight attendant? No. Thoughts on season two? No, I'm I'm behind. I watched the oh, first wow. episode. Are you, will you ever catch episode? up? Will you ever catch up? Are you out? I'm not sure. It's wow. just a little too crazy this hashtag season. Brett, hashtag Brett was right. <laughs> I was out on it. I sniffed it out from the start. The show is bad. And I will say this now. I feel like I've said it already. In two years, when all you people run away from Yellow Jackets Island, and you're like, this show stinks. I'm already there. Don't come crawling back to Bretty. Same (laughs) hashtag Brett was right. Because Brett was right. That show stinks. Um, I'm going to bring up a question that I asked our audience. Which oh, is I would like to see an update on this. Should I buy an NFT? And the 
there I didn't do it because we asked it in a poll and the overwhelming results of the poll were poll were no. So it was fifty five forty. It was fifty five forty four. Well, with some percentage points in there. <laughs> yeah. Since everyone voted no, I did not end up buying NFT. But if you had all voted yes, I would have done it. I looked into this earlier in the year. <laughs> I wanted to buy my friend an NFT for his birthday. <laughs> I wanted to find the cheapest, <sighs> shittiest NFT possible. Uh-huh. And it was like expensive still. And you have to like pay these like fees to transfer it from one wallet to another. Like, I don't understand it. I'm like quite technical. And I'm like, what? Why is this like $300 extra? <laughs> don't buy an NFT. I mean, absolutely. I voted yes in this. It did not say Brett, did. Pe- people named Brett can't vote. I voted I voted yes. And, I st- <laughs> and we still lost. I would have liked to have seen you buy. Uh, what NFT were you going to buy? I would have bought Neon Cat. You would have bought that one. That one's probably so expensive. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can buy a little ripoff. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess so. You can just <laughs> right click. Right exactly. click. Save, save to disk. Right click. Make an NFT. I don't know how it works. You know, the market's down, Brett. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> have we checked in on GameStop and AMC recently? I they're can't probably up. imagine they're good. I cannot imagine they're doing good. Let's go, AMC. <laughs> you vamp. I'm going to fidelity.com. While we're, while we're looking AMC. that up, I just want to say Brett loves following Todd Bridges on Twitter. Um, Todd Bridges AMC's, has a very pure sorry. Twitter presence. Um, and I just want to let everyone in on the secret, uh, Todd Bridges' secret of being healthy. The secret is eating right protein shake <laughs> that's it do you know when you got in on amc oh i can trace it back to the episode i think it was like i mean what price i think it was 30 bucks well it's, a, it's 11 dollars hmm. it's 11 dollars so, so it was like it was the high for it was 72 dollars wow. on june 2nd 2021 and uh, it's 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 at eleven. It's at eleven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was as high as thirty like a month ago. Should have bought again. But if you um, shorted it, if you shorted it, yeah, you're doing pretty good. I want to bring up this is so unrelated, but I wanted to give Brett a little taste of something called. This is a segment called, Did You Know This Was a Show? <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't want it to you. You're like the ultimatum. It's the biggest thing on the internet. I'm like, Well, huh? I'm just like, listen, I like to keep up with the comings and goings of Hollywood. You know, I like to hear about new movies and television shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like to know what's a hit, what's a flop. To me, that's very fun. Um, but... So all of the all of the networks are announcing their renewals and their cancellations right now. Like you know, s- certain shows are on the bubble. Are they going to get another season? Are they dead? Desperate. I heard. I heard some. I heard some things about the CBS lineup. Mm, well, They're getting changed. Well, we can bring that up. But first, I just wanted to. This made me feel so out of the loop. So I want to bring this up to you. <laughs> NBC, formerly the network that had Seinfeld, Friends. The Office, ER. Parks and Rec, ER. NBC has renewed 
American Auto, Grand Crew. <laughs> yes, yes. Nicole Byer. Yes. Grand Crew. Yes. And Young Rock. And Young Rock. That's the mo- that's the show about Young the Rock. <laughs> which has which I'm which aware of renewed. all of these shows. Were you did you know that Young Rock is renewed for season three? I I mean I'm not keeping track on my on my fidelity account, but all right. Well, you want to know what they canceled? Hit me. The end game. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> Mr. Mayor. <laughs> Yeah, I well I think that that's uh that's um Big Brother fan Bobby Moynihan with Ted Danson. Wow. Okay. And then Keenan, uh, obviously I know who Keenan is. Yeah, yeah. Well, all of these shows I had never heard of. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw like the promo pictures of these shows. I just am so out of the loop. Danielle, so, you live in a different country and you don't watch live television. I know, but this I, is network. This is NBC. What in the world? Danielle, I watch sports for a living. It's literally my job to watch live television, network television. Yeah. I know yeah. so much about like the shows that are on NBC and Fox and CBS. Like I it's kind of a bit for this podcast. Because it's like <laughs> fun to see the uh, United States of Al not coming back, canceled. Be positive wow. on the fence. Don't know the fate of be positive. It's funny for this because everybody watches the same damn commercials when they watch three fucking episodes of Big Brother a week. But when the, when the sweet release of Finale Night happens for everybody in mid-September, I'm still stuck watching CBS ads <laughs> for another four fucking months because football. Wow. All right. Well, anyways, I, you yeah, I'm aware me. of all that. You showed me. I, I, I haven't watched just, a second of any of these shows. Well, I think Absolutely you should. Absolutely not. Why? No. <laughs> I think you should watch Young Rock. Whoever they got to play Young Rock does look a lot like The Rock. Wow. It's great Hollywood. casting. There was a whole thing on 911 Lone Star where like <laughs> Texas turned into a frozen planet for like. <laughs> Two months, and every week it was like nine. I keep wanting to say nine eleven Lone Star, nine one one Lone Star, like the frozen, the frozen war, or something like that, like frozen winter. And it's like fucking Rob Lowe crawling through like a soundstage, and it's like frozen. He's like, I'm gonna save you from your car. It was just frozen. I need to. Honestly, I should watch Lone Star. I sent you a clip of that fucking bird on Lone Star, right? Wasn't it Maybe. Lone Star where it was like the zoo animals all got free? <laughs> Possibly. Like that's, that's the problem on Lone Star. Ugh, I need to I need to get caught up. I used to watch at least one episode of every show. Used now to be I hip. Only, and yeah, now I only I watch even... HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, of course. Which brings me to a show I actually do watch and think uh-huh. is so good, which I know you have not watched, Brett. It's called The Staircase. I haven't had time. But you we, are you going to watch it? P- potentially. We spoke last week of the buns eating. There's, I mean, people the get buns, their buns eaten. <laughs> the buns got eaten. It's just so well done. It's very fun. The people who are behind this show knew that the audience loves Parker Posey. And the audience loves when Parker Posey says stuff with a very strong Southern accent. Stuff like, he was fucking, sucking, and rimming all night long. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. Oh, it's like a return to waiting for Guffman mm. level posy. Yeah. You know, I've been told. I've been told that I look a little bit like Parker Posey. <laughs> oh. I have been told that. Many people are saying this. <laughs> you are both brunette women. <laughs> we have freckles. We have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's nothing really new going on in the staircase. Um to report on there's no more but not much more bun eating um there is a lot of blood and gore so i mm. don't know if you don't like that do you depends it's pretty gross i mean i don't mind gross like one of my favorite shows is the nick which is like the bloodiest oh, yeah. grossest show ever made yeah if you can handle, i don't handle like the nick, i don't fine. like random like slasher horror stuff where people are just like Teens are like walking into an abandoned warehouse to have sex and then they get like their hearts ripped out. Like, I'm like, what? Why am I watching this? This isn't a spoiler because the whole show is about like this woman is found dead at the bottom of the stairs and Tony Collette plays that woman. Yeah. But at one point, you see Tony Collette like act out dying and it, she's the best actress of this, of her generation. I don't know who else is in there. Maybe I, Winslet. Say, Winslet. Winslet, Mayor of Easttown. Um, I would say this was a better performance than perhaps anything that Winslet has done. Wow. I would love to see Winslet act out dying the way Tony Collette did. It was so good. Winslet would never. It's a very, because it's like so easy for it to look hilarious and stupid. <laughs> but she, I was like, she looks dead. I mean, I don't know how she did it. <laughs> Sat there. <laughs> You'll see. You'll eventually see when okay. you start watching. I have an update. Yes. I went to the Multiverse of Madness yesterday. One My of our enemy. fans, one of our fans hit us up last week, asked us if we saw it. I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> that movie is a movie. Was it bad? It was fun. I mean, here's the thing. You went. Lot, this movie has been getting like flack because a lot of people are like, this movie is straight up bad, yo. Mm -hmm. Um, here's my thing. Like, I'm pretty even about pretty even keel about this whole thing. Like, yeah, yeah, lots of part of this movie suck. Also, I can't say it's like much different than like 25 of the other stinky MCU movies that have come out. Like that, you, all of you love. Like, I don't, I don't understand what you people love about one movie that's literally the same in the next move and you're like oh, we don't want to see our heroes doing that or whatever it's interesting there's some like pretty wacky horrific stuff that happens in this movie they're like whoa i didn't know that they were doing this in children's movies anymore is it ever is, is this one sam raimi had to come yeah direct? sam raimi directed so that was weird just like the first hour of it it was like what the hell am i watching they're just like it's the same thing, like, you know, Marvel movies, all kind of franchise storytelling is just like rules listing of just like, we have to go into the universe and change the rule here. And there's just right. rules everywhere. And they're just standing on green screens the entire time. And like, what, what's going on? Uh -huh. There's an ox. There's like a, they're like, go to like the magic planet where all the Doctor Stranges live or whatever. And they're like, we need to protect our fortress. And there's just like a guy who's an ox. 
And like they give him a bunch of lines because he's like a walking, talking ox. And then at the end of the movie, when they do the curtain call of like Benedict Cumberbatch, Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams. And then literally there's a fucking ox in this movie that has like four lines. And he's just like, we have to close the doors to the temple. Oh, no, they're getting in. (laughs) And then they show the ox and they're like. Who's the voice of the Michael ox? Stevens or whatever? Like I don't like I don't know who plays the ox. It's just like a guy. But you're like they did the curtain call and they sh- they said the actor's name for a guy for a, a, a cartoon ox. Spoilers for this movie. <laughs> it was just so I laughed. I was like, what? Like this wasn't even a character in the movie. The only reason this was a character, like you could have just had a guy being like because Deus Ex Oxina. There was like a hundred people, a hundred <laughs> Doctor Stranges in this like. They're Doctor Strange Temple, and they're like, we need to protect the temple from the bad thing that's going to happen. Who's and everyone's a human. <clears throat> everyone's a human except for one guy who's an ox. And they just <laughs> give a bunch of lines to him. <laughs> who's the villain in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? It's kind of a spoiler. Oh. Is it Wanda? Probably. Yes. Lizzie. <laughs> yeah. I know Lizzie Olsen's in it. Lizzie Olsen's in it. And yeah, Wanda. Wanda's not. I would not say Wanda's being cool in this one. It's crazy. It's crazy how much content of these, all of these characters exist. Does this movie take place after WandaVision or before WandaVision? After. And in a way, you cannot understand this movie if you have not seen <laughs> WandaVision. And also, like, the first time Wanda is in this movie, like, Doctor Strange comes up to her and she's like... The uh, Wonder Vision takes place in like some town in New Jersey called like Lakefield or whatever, <laughs> something like that, right? Yeah. She takes over the town, and like Doctor Strange walks up to her and she's like, "I know you want to talk to me about Lakefield," and he's like, "We're not talking about Lakefield." And then they go on to something else. <laughs> You're like, "Okay, is that the <laughs> is that the fan service we're paying to the yes. television show?" <laughs> Thank you for or, thank you for your Disney Plus subscription. Yeah, here's a line to make yeah, it like, feel like, like, it was thing, worth like it. we're not talking about that. But also at the <laughs> same time, like nothing really makes sense if you have, unless you have seen WandaVision. And also, I had seen all of WandaVision. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, why does she want to do this? I don't Did know, I man. Do that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like some people, so people are like hating on this movie or whatever. It's not like any worse than like any of the other ones, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. And also, the second half of it is like a scary Sam Raimi movie with like bloody monsters and scary bits and stuff. And it was actually really scary. No, no, you would, you would, you wouldn't feel a thing. Um, But there are scary. There are scary moments. There are like actual jump scares in it, and there's hmm. like pretty horrific. It's like pretty horrific, bloody, kind of monstery, spooky, haunted housey, skeletony, demony stuff. Like if this movie came out in October, it would have actually been like much more of a hit because you're like, oh, this movie feels like it's coming out in October because it's like very right. much second half of it is very much like a fucking monster haunted house movie thing. Um, can we all just admit something? Can yeah. we all be on it with, with ourselves yeah. and admit that Doctor Strange is a loser who can't carry a film? He can't carry a film. He can't wear a <laughs> wig. It's, it's bad, man. Is he wearing a wig in it? Yeah, because he's got like this big pompadour with like the gray temples or whatever. I don't like, like his goatee. 
And he's goatee. He's got a goatee. Oh, man. Do he and Wanda kiss? I don't think so. Does he kiss anyone? He wants to kiss Rachel McAdams. Oh, okay. But she's like, no, no, no. I'm moving on, brother. (laughs) It's so crazy how many stars are in these movies. (laughs) Everyone in Hollywood is in these movies. You should see. Michael Stuhlbarg is in it for like two minutes. Michael Stuhlbarg is in The Staircase and he's great in it. He's great in everything. I forgot he's in the first, he's in Doctor Strange 1 as like another doctor at the hospital or whatever. (laughs) Who's like nerdy and is Michael Stuhlbarg. And then he shows up in this movie for two minutes to be like, remember the thing that you said in the other movie. Doctor Strange is like a physician. He's a literal, he's a literal doctor he's a literal surgeon <laughs> oh he's a surgeon he's a surgeon god complex with a god complex and an ego and he likes fast cars and he's a bit cocky and he gets into a car accident which ruins the use of his hands oh please you know what i so you he know, becomes a sorcerer or some shit i i watched house okay a house yeah. md I already have seen... It's like the house was Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't need to see this story again. Of a grumpy doctor. Been there, done that. And again, we it was nice a British doctors. actor. A, yeah, exactly. I want to watch the good doctor. <laughs> yeah, where's Hugh Laurie? I feel like, why hasn't Hugh Laurie played like some sort of evil skeleton guy in one of these movies? I was thinking that just the other day. Hugh Laurie had like an incredible run with House. And she just sort of is... I don't know. He's, he's probably made so much money. He's just like, oh, yeah. He probably made so much. He probably still makes more money from house reruns on like USA Channel or whatever. Did you know that he also has like albums? Oh. <laughs> Musical albums. Does he sing? Does yes. he speak? He sings and plays the piano. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm sure that's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Um, one like last Big pop culture note, I suppose. Top Gun. Maverick. Sign me up. Sign me up, baby. The reviews are in and they're unbelievable. Everyone's, it's like a hit, a verified hit, verified fresh. Oh yeah. Not that I usually care about reviews, but like they are so over the top positive that I'm just like, I gotta see this um, That's crazy. I thought it wasn't going to be... People, I guess, are seeing the fuck out of it, or, or they're going to when it comes out in a couple of weeks. But like, I, I kind of had a a little bit of a fear that no one was gonna see this movie. Um, <laughs> I, I saw I saw everything everywhere all at once a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I was sitting in the, the theater, and uh, next to me is um, uh, a man a little bit older than me, probably ten years older than me, and and his like teenage daughter, mm-hmm. and. During the trailers, after every trailer, they're kind of like consulting with each other. Oh, and being like, oh, yeah, that looks good. Oh, that looks bad. And then when the Top Gun trailer played, like, this guy was like, this guy was on cloud nine. (laughs) This guy was in the clouds. This guy was in a fucking jet. This guy was in an F 16. What the teenagers And the the girl's like, haven't seen the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course not. Um, I am in full support of a. Absolutely thrilling blockbuster. That's what my, the reviews are saying. My parents have not been to a movie theater long before coronavirus was a thing. Like they, yeah. at some point in the early 2010s, they were like, this sucks. 
we can wait six months to watch whatever we want on Apple. Um, they are actually like, we're ready. We're yeah. ready to brave humanity. And we want to see Top Gun in the theaters. And like, I have to, I'm, I'm taking them to see Top Gun because they're like, well, I can't wait to hear I don't the know if they can even handle like buying, you know, like I want to see it in theaters. Like I don't know if people. I'm going to make it, but I want to hear the review. So you can make it. It's, it's not coming to... out for like another two, three weeks, though. Oh, really? It, I, I'm seeing so much hype. Wow, they're building that hype. This movie was done three years ago. <laughs> no, seriously. Back when Miles they were promoting was it. still like... They were promoting it because I was, I was at the Super Bowl in January 2020 in Miami, and they had Miles Teller and Glenn Powell. Like We literally shot an interview with them. could be like, hey, Top Gun 2 is coming out in four months. Movie's <laughs> right. all done. Everyone get yeah, their yeah. popcorn and their helmet and their fighter jet. I think it actually benefited them that it got pushed back this much. Tom Cruise is probably like eight years older than he was in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's still going to do his own sons, even though he's Hollywood's smallest boy. He just sits. He just sits in this, you know, he's just sitting down. Yeah. In the jet. Yeah. But he's not like hanging off the side of it. Different movie franchise. They find a way. Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah. finds a way. Jennifer um, Connelly plays his love interest. Mm. Are we? Is that age appropriate for Tom? I think she's only like 10 years younger than him. So great. Yeah. I mean, that's a very attractive couple, I would say. Jen, you know, I love Jen Connolly. Jen, Jen Connolly. Oh, my God. Little children. I mean, Requiem for a Dream. Requiem. Oh, she's, I mean, yeah, she's been no one, some rough positions in that one. I'm glad she's in this movie because she, other than Labyrinth, has she ever been in a movie that's just like fun? Every single I thought Jennifer Little Children Connelly was movie. fun, even though it's like very dreadful film. Yeah, it's all all her filmography is dreadful. It's all depressing. If you want to feel bad, watch a Jennifer Connelly movie. I mean, that's why that's why I like her. She's like a she's like a dour queen. <laughs> yeah, she is. Beautiful mind. Sad. Yeah. House of Sand and Fog. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Requiem for a Dream. I can't even say anything that happens in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Hulk, Ang Lee's Hulk. Okay, that's kind of fun. <laughs> Little Children, that is an intense movie. One of my favorites. Blood Diamond, not fun. Reservation Road, not fun. <laughs> oh, boy. She's in Spider-Man Homecoming. Is As she? a voice? She's a voice of something? Maybe she's Aunt May's hot sister. Oh, yeah. Would also be Aunt May. The Rocketeer. <laughs> the second time we've got a Rocketeer reference in this film. That's a fun movie. Mm. I guess so. Jen, Jen, come on, man. Jennifer Connelly, team up with like Tiffany Haddish and like rob a bank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We want to see it out of you. Why can't we ever see you just smile and be happy and light and fun? I don't know. She just has think, her brand. I think A-list actor, actors, I think most, it doesn't even have to be A-list. I think most successful actors understand the facial expressions that they look best making and that mm. they will put themselves in positions to make those facial expressions be in those body positions 
And I think JC understands that she looks incredible when she has like a steely eyed glare with no yeah. smile or anything. Or she like, when she looks like utterly hopeless. Yeah. <laughs> I, so she's like, I'm not going to be, I, I'm not going to play Will Ferrell's wife in like fart him up too. I Daddy's do home respe- too. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> I have to say, I do respect that. Um, well, Get Rose Byrne if she's so interested in doing it. Oh, Rose you Byrne, you want to fart around and make all sorts of laughs? <laughs> go, go for it. Yeah, she'll do it. Rachel McAdams will do it. Well, thank you all for your questions and comments. We so appreciate it. Yeah, please. You know how like you can't bring fruits and vegetables into Australia? Because mm, yes. like, what if they like take over Australia? How come we let Rose burn into America? She's taking <laughs> over. She's, ta- she's like me. an invasive species. Her and Hugh Jackman. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're telling me the Australians and that's the problem. I can tell. I know I've already bragged about this skill before on this podcast, but I love when I watch movie or TV and I see a Brit trying to pretend to be American because they think they're so good at accents. All of them. Yeah. They're bad at them. But Australians are somewhat better. They're shapeshifters. They are. It's a little harder to tell an Australian, but there is something to the accent where I'm like, that's not. That's not an American. Rose Byrne don't has have, an amazing accent. Don't have to worry about Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, Born exactly. Buy American. Use Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> all right. Sorry, you try to end the pod. Well, thank you all for your questions and comments and for your voting on the NFT. Um, I will <laughs> let you know if I make any progress towards that endeavor. You can always tweet at us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. And send us an email, heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. That's it. We'll be back next week. More Survivor and random shit. See you, Jeff. Bye, Julie. (laughs) 